we all know that life can be daunting at times. We are constantly navigating hurt, pain, success, failure, and chaos at times. And we do this all while trying to maintain happiness and purpose. But what defines happiness for you? Have you found your true purpose? Whether you have answers to these questions or not, this podcast, The Power of the Pivot, Leading with Discernment, is designed specifically for you. No matter where you are in life, the objective of this podcast is to provide guidance at all stages of life. This podcast will help you think more intently and allow you to tap into that critical inner voice, that internal navigation system, which is unique to you. The topics we discuss seek to bring out the gifts you possess and highlight them for your benefit and those around you. Join me and my esteemed guests each week as we confront necessary and sometimes uncomfortable topics in order to strike at the heart of what's preventing you from moving forward. The ultimate goal is for you to live consciously, leading with love and discernment so that you can pivot when necessary. It's time for us to unpack all that we've been through so we know where we're going. My name is Rhonda Mako. Welcome to The Power of the Pivot, Leading with Discernment. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to The Power of the Pivot, Leading with Discernment. We're so happy that you tuned in to engage and participate in what we consider to be life-changing discussions about self-improvement. Today, we are going to finish our discussion on boundaries and speak of change going forward. So let's get started as we first focus on staying in the present and focus on breathing one breath at a time for 30 wonderful seconds. Remember, we breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth for 30 mindful seconds. Let's begin. Wonderful. I love the deep breathing exercises. It's so refreshing to breathe. And anytime is a good time to engage in deep breathing because it allows you to be mindful and just focus on the breathing and listening to yourself breathe. That's just a wonderful exercise because you can actually see and hear how you're breathing and how it has an effect on what you're doing in your daily life. But in particular, now is a good time to practice deep breathing because there's so much anxiety going around. The end of a year and the beginning of a new year is always an interesting time because we tend to reflect on the outgoing year and what transpired. And we also tend to think about what we want to accomplish in the new year. However, as we all know, The last two years were extremely challenging and we're not even out of the woods yet. The level of uncertainty is high and there are many things we cannot do because of the circumstances that are beyond our control with this pandemic, right? But this is actually a good time for you 
to consider making necessary changes that will help you navigate what's going on in the world also allow you to achieve personal peace of mind and allow you to attain personal victories that will carry you through the pandemic and beyond. So, you know, we have some things that are beyond our control, but we also have control over certain things as well, right? So the first thing that comes to mind is happiness. You have control over your happiness and your happiness should not be dictated by things that you cannot control. Remember, we talked about control before, things that are beyond your control. Why are you going to stress out over those things? So, you know, we know that we're in a pandemic and there are certain things we just can't control and we're going to be happy anyway because we have other things that we can focus on. So now when we talk about change, it's not about New Year's resolutions or going about the same hollow promises we make to ourselves each year without any direction or true commitment. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about change and more importantly, necessary change, lasting change, realistic change, change that will lead to results, change that will keep you hopeful, change that will open your eyes and also open doors for you. Think about that as change. That's wonderful. And how do we accomplish this? One step at a time. And that's really the topic that we're going to discuss today. Taking things one step at a time, not overwhelming ourselves because there's enough going on in our lives that keep us overwhelmed and anxious. And we want to be able to just take things one step at a time so that way we can stay calm in the moment and also focus. When we're anxious and we're overwhelmed, we don't focus very well. We can't really implement the change we want because we're just so caught up in the moment, in the uncertainty, and that just makes us feel anxious because, again, we feel like we're out of control. But you know what? We have the tools necessary to stop ourselves from being so anxious and overwhelmed. It's just about using those tools that we have and using them properly. So with that in mind, let's just make a few more points about establishing boundaries. I had such a wonderful time talking about boundaries because it's another topic that is so important that we have to discuss. I want you to keep in mind that establishing boundaries is an act of self-love, an act of self-respect, an act of self-trust. It's also a form of self-preservation, even when you continue to work on self. We're always going to work on self. And the way you can focus on making those changes you need for yourself and for your loved ones is to establish those boundaries. The boundaries act as a shield that allows you to be comfortable with who you are, knowing that you have unfinished business with yourselves. You have unfinished business that you have to take care of because you're constantly working on yourself. And when other people try to invade your space or disrespect you or cross those boundaries and make you focus on things that you shouldn't be focused on, that's why you need to implement the boundaries so you can keep that 
out of your space. Understand that the boundaries act as a form of self-acceptance that allows you to focus on those areas in your life that need attention without allowing others to create unnecessary problems in your life. Now, this is something that we don't talk about often too. The fact that others create unnecessary problems in our lives. A lot of times people in our lives place problems in our laps that have nothing to do with us, but yet we take on those problems and allow them to dictate certain things that we're doing in our lives. And you know what? It's time for us to stop taking on other people's problems. We need to place those problems where they rightfully belong, and that's in somebody else's lap, not in our own. And guess what? Boundaries allow you to do that. Because when you start to implement boundaries, you start to see things a little more clearly. Because again, when you implement boundaries, when you see those people who disrespect those boundaries, it makes you question and reevaluate the relationship in your life. Because those people who should be in your life will respect you and respect your wishes and respect those boundaries. And if they don't understand the boundaries, you can have a meaningful conversation with them to make them understand, especially if there's someone who's important to you. But when they start to make excuses and start to make you feel a certain way because you implement boundaries, that's when those antennas should go up. That's when the discernment should set in because you're understanding now that someone is putting up a resistance towards your boundaries. And the question is, why? Remember, you have a responsibility to protect yourself and your well-being. Boundaries act as a way for you to keep shining your light without allowing others to dim that light. And at the same time, it allows you to control just how brightly your light will shine. You're the one who should be in control of how brightly that light shines. Anyone who tries to dim your light, that's not someone you want to be around. This is why you need boundaries for yourself and for others. And if anyone tries to make you feel guilty when you implement or reiterate your boundaries, you can use that as a teachable moment for yourself as you make those intentions to this person crystal clear. Because sometimes you need to teach yourself something because when someone pushes back from these boundaries you implement and they may say certain things that let you know exactly what you mean to them in your life, in their life. And you know what? The realization may not be pretty, but you know what? It's necessary because it's time for you to take control of your life in that way. You don't have to allow toxic people to be in your life because at the end of the day, the boundaries will guide you in a way that will help protect you. The message should ring with a voice of self-worth, self-value, dignity, and respect. That's what should be speaking with the implementation of those boundaries. And no matter what anyone says, just remember that having boundaries does not mean you do not love someone unconditionally. You most definitely can love someone unconditionally 
and implement boundaries. In fact, that's exactly what you do. Don't let anyone fool you with that one because anyone who tries to convince you that having boundaries negates unconditional love is someone who intends to cross those boundaries. So be very careful what people say to you. And you have to be discerning when they put up a fight against boundaries that you believe are necessary for your self-preservation. Think about your relationship with that person and reflect on the nature of the relationship. And as you reflect, keep in mind always that love is not demeaning. It is not condemning. It is not abusive. Love is not disrespectful. And love is not condescending. And if any of your current relationships operate with any of those themes, condescending, abusive, demeaning, then it's time to do an about face with that relationship. Trust me on that. And this is why now is a good time to think about necessary changes you need to make in your life. You don't need to wait until January 1. Even though it's like, what, three days before New Year, you can start now. See, that whole waiting to the next year is just another way to procrastinate. We don't want to do that. Remember, we talked about what procrastination is. That's not you. You are enlightened, so you understand just how important change is. And listen, get on that road to happiness now. Why would you wait another day? Happiness should start right now. So this is a good time to think about all the necessary changes you need to make. Think about where you are and what you want to accomplish at this stage of your life. In fact, what stage of life are you in? Are you divorced? Are you separated? Are your kids grown and, and you, know, you're, have, you have empty nest syndrome? What's going on in your life? Did you start a new job? Did you just end the job? What's going on? Think about that so you can think about what you want to do going forward. The thought of making important changes can be overwhelming. I do understand that. But the key is to take it one step at a time. That's the topic for today. Think about what is doable. You may have different areas in your life where you want to see change. I know I do, and that's okay. But the way you can facilitate such change is to take it one step at a time. And that means you want to plan, be realistic, be consistent, hold yourself accountable, and be happy as you go through the whole process. So that way that happiness will be there when you're at the end of seeing the change come to fruition. That's what's going to make you so happy. and You're going to love it. And the, joyful, the joyfulness will be there. It's going to be such a wonderful process that you're going through. And again, start now. For me, I started this process this week. I made a commitment to start with the topic of health. And the first plan was for me to try a new fruit or vegetable once a week. And I will continue that process over the next two months. I will write down each new fruit or vegetable that I've tried each week and I'll put it actually on my wall calendar so I can see it when I walk to the fridge. So for me, that's realistic. 
Now you might also start with the topic of nutrition, but you may implement something differently. Maybe it's you incorporating more water into your daily routine. You know, again, take it one step at a time. Think about what's realistic for you and try to work on that. There'll be several categories. Like for me, nutrition is just one category. I stand to make changes in so many different categories, mental health, relationships, organization, you name it. And you might have several categories too, but again, taking one step at a time. Maybe you can start on one category this month and maybe another category next month. Or maybe you might be able to take two categories, but whatever you do, again, take it one step at a time and be realistic about what you're trying to accomplish. And if you miss a week, don't beat yourself up. Get back on track. Just record how you got off track and why you got off track. And whatever that problem was, you do have to deal with it. So, you know, it may have been a project at work that got you all stressed out and you forgot to do something. Identify it. When is that project going to be over? What actually got you off track? And then put that problem in check and then get right back on track. You know, if you mess up one day and you didn't take in water, like let's just say you you decided that you wanted to increase your intake of water by four ounces each day. Now let's just say you fell short one day. Okay, tomorrow's another day. And you don't necessarily have to do eight ounces. Just continue with the four ounces that you decided to um, start with, to increase with, and just keep moving. Again, no need to beat yourself up. That's not what this is all about. And keep up with it until it becomes a habit. I think it takes 21 days before something becomes a habit. So just keep with it, and you'll be able to see that change. And as you continue, start to work on different categories. You know, once it becomes becomes realistic for you to add something on to make changes, add it on. So if your category is relationships, for example, what are your important relationships in your life? How are they going? How can you improve on these relationships? We all stand to improve in everything, just about everything. Think about your overall well-being. Make a list of what's going on currently in your life that makes you happy. Make a list of what makes you sad and how can you change these things? Maybe you want to take 15 minutes every Sunday to just love on yourself. What does that mean for you? Maybe it means watching your favorite movie. Maybe it means just eating something that brings you joy. Maybe it's reading the paper. I don't know. But think about what makes you happy. Ask yourself, what do you really want? Have you ever asked yourself that? I mean, really, at this stage in your life, what do you want? Do you want to have a bigger house? Do you want to, you know, read a book every month, once a week? What makes you happy? Just think about that. And then once you think about these different categories where you need to see change or improvement, that's when you sit down and make a plan. And you know what you need to do? You need to be consistent, realistic, and honest with yourself. Don't make change because it's a new year coming. 
Make change because change is necessary for you, necessary for your well-being. And when you are taking care of yourself, it's a ripple effect. The people around you that you're supposed to take care of will also feel it. And that will also spill over to the people who are around you. So it's a wonderful thing. But if you decide to do it, do it correctly and do it for the right reasons. And remember, take it one step at a time. And what does that mean? Let's just recap. It means five things. Number one, plan. Number two, be realistic. Number three, be consistent. Number four, hold yourself accountable. So that means when you make a mistake and get off track, identify what the problem is, get back on track and keep it moving. And number five, be happy as you go through the process. Don't look at the change as, oh, woe is me, I have to do this. Yes, it's something necessary, but think about the goal. The goal is to improve your happiness because you're going to do things that will either improve your relationships, improve your health, improve your wealth. It will allow you to do things that you may not have been able to do before. It's, it's a wonderful win-win situation when you really think about it. So be happy as you go through the process. You'll see change will come and it won't be because everyone is doing it. That's not why you should make change. You want to make change because it's necessary. You need the change because you deserve to be happy. And these changes will be sustainable because you implemented them correctly. Remember, it's one step at a time. And you'll be so joyful when you see your overall happiness increase. And that's what we're trying to do anyway, right? You're worth it. One step at a time. That's all you have to do. So we'll talk more in depth about how we make change. We're going to talk about consistency in more depth. We'll also talk about expectations and all those things that will help you implement change properly. So it will become a positive habit that will get you to the goals that you're trying to achieve. So that's really what I wanted to talk to you about. Thanks so much for tuning in, you guys. I hope you have a wonderful, safe, and happy new year. We'll be back in 2022 with a new episode of The Power of the Pivot, Leading with Discernment. We'll also discuss new challenges and we'll have new goals that we want to accomplish. So just keep tuning in. I really appreciate you guys tuning in every two weeks. Thank you all for coming on this journey with me. It's such a pleasure and an honor to engage with you. I wish you nothing but a year of prosperity and overflowing joy and happiness. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, love to you all. Take care of you. Thanks, guys. Happy New Year. That concludes this week's episode of The Power of the Pivot, Leading with Discernment. Each episode is designed to uplift, motivate, inspire, empower, and to effectuate positive and productive change. Achieving personal and professional growth and development is our hallmark, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you enjoy the podcast, please rate and review so we know how our discussions impact you personally. We want to know that this podcast adds value to your life. We would love to hear from you to know how we're doing and to know what topics are important to you. Remember, discernment is key. And if this is your first time tuning in, 
subscribe to the show so that you will be notified of future episodes as soon as it goes live. Until next time, love to you and yours always, and don't forget to take care of you.